What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Walk in Victory podcast. Woo! Welcome, welcome. Yeah, so you have uh, me, uh, this is Noah, and you have Sammy and Jeremy. A.K.A. our code names are <laughs> I'm not Black Panther. This is the radio station. Did you just call yourself Black Panther? Dave on gonna... uh, Yeah, I did. Oh, it's no. Black Lion. Oh, no. You done goofed. I hope he hears this. You done messed, I did mess up, up. So if Richard. we have to do this, what's, what's, your, what's your name, Sammy? Well, you guys decided it had to be my Instagram tag, which is Archinut, which is from like a bajillion years ago when I was in archaeology. Archinut is here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to forego saying my name Retar. and we're just going to go right into guys. We're so sad yeah. that we're not going to get to see you for the rest of the semester. We yeah. are crying rivers. Why do you sound so sarcastic? Yeah, Jeremy. Jeremy. I'm sorry. That's that's my heart is crying rivers because I want to see all of y'all. Well, we're I trying to figure you. out this this radio broadcast podcast thing. We're we're just old guys. Talk about old. I'm the one <laughs> older than everybody. The young kid, you. Oh my gosh. Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, this is not the last time we're going to see any of you. We love you guys so much, and we will make yes. sure uh, that if you're graduating, like we will see you. Like, yes, there, we will. We will yes, travel we will. to where you are. Because we love you guys so much. Noah's making big promises. I am yes. making big promises because <laughs> this is what it's about. It is. We love you guys so much. And we want to celebrate you guys and celebrate you who are graduating. And yeah, we'll all load up in Leanne, the, the minivan, and we'll come see you guys. Yeah, for sure. Um, but in the meantime, this, uh, this actually gives us an opportunity uh, to work on upgrading victory. So we've got some cool stuff ahead. Uh, like, Jeremy, what's going on? What's going on with Victor? Our upgrades, yeah. Our yeah. upgrades. Our leveling up. Our le- oh, about the place? Yeah. About, about oh, the place. Oh, about the, I didn't know we were doing that, but okay. <laughs> um, we are looking for office space, but not just like a normal office space, but like one downtown that is very spacious. And we checked one out today. Yeah, <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that one. But I felt like I needed to shower. When I came <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a little bit gross. But when they tell you as is, guys, just say no. That's a big no. <laughs> if they say, "Oh, as is," that's a big no. Don't even go see it. But you know, we are looking to find office space, but just not office space where we all can come. Praise God play games meet as a fellowship you know the typical stuff that vcf does you know yeah yeah it'll be a great place for us all to be together Mm -hmm. um and we got one other thing that we're looking at uh Mm -hmm. that i'd love for sammy to introduce yeah sammy okay so um as if i don't spend enough time with these two um, we are looking for a staff house for your three campus pastors to live in, um, for the next year. And this one will just be like, a kind of like a, uh, uh, what's it called? Like a test run to see if I don't kill these two. Um, <laughs> I already have hit Jeremy today. Um, after it sounded several pretty good on the recording too. <laughs> it did. It did. I hit him after several threats that were made earlier today, 
Noah put a folding chair on me. Guys, we're a mess without you. Please come back. <laughs> um, but uh, the hope and the goal of this staff house would be that in future years, we can build a space or have purchased a house where we can bring more and more and more people on staff and have that staff house as a housing option for people who are looking at coming on staff where it would be a more affordable option than all the ridiculous options in and around state college right now and we're really really excited about it and be sure to um come when we eventually have a housewarming party because i'm gonna make these boys do a housewarming party and it's gonna be a great adventure you are not coming oh you 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 are welcome on her half of the house. <laughs> just I like joking. that I get a whole half and you two have just to share joking. a half. <laughs> yeah, don't don't just be promising joking. these big things. <laughs> just joking. So yeah, uh, we're working uh, on some big moves so that when you come back, uh, we'll have a, um, a space for you where you can call home. Um, and that would be victory, not our home. Please, please don't live at our house. No, no, you ain't welcome. Mm-mm. No, but uh, in all seriousness, we love you guys. We're so excited um, to to be making these things um, because it's going to be great, mm-hmm. and uh, I really think that it's going to um, help grow Victory. Not for the sake of growing Victory, but for the sake of like just reaching our campus with the gospel exactly. uh, and with a family Amen. of people who um, just want Jesus. Um, we'll be talking a little bit about something that's like I, I'm, that I'll call the message just Jesus. Um, and we're excited about that. But uh, that comes from Georgia, uh, from the first day that we we're in Georgia. 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 Yeah, I'm not singing. That's the end of worship. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Sammy, good luck in Atlanta. Hey, good luck in Atlanta. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Okay, so guys, um, we took too many vans down to Columbus, Georgia. And if you didn't know, on the way down to Columbus, you have to drive through the chaos that is Atlanta traffic. And for the entire drive down, we had pretty minimal, like... Nothing crazy like we've had in the past. Like in the past, for those of you listening who are some OG victory people, we've had like, it looked like it was like a whiteout, but paper towel was just flying over the highway. We've had to straight up avoid huge trees in the highway. We've had tires blow on the highway. We've had the possibility and the threat of like, the back of the van popping open and everyone's luggage flying. Stay in the van. Uh, Mike, I can't I can't do your voice, Mike, if you're out there. But stay in the van. Um, listen, y'all are y'all are youngins. The boys are very confused right now. Noah's like, I asked her to do one thing. Um. <laughs> no, I, I was just like, that's a crazy trip down. <laughs> so none of those things happened this time, but the thing that oh, okay. did happen <laughs> this time. <laughs> you had me fooled. <laughs> but the thing that did happen this time, I gave Noah a call because I was following my GPS, which was like my Garmin that I had up on the windshield of my van. I was following that. I gave Noah a call hey, this is going to be some crazy traffic. 
We're heading into Atlanta. You should probably pull the map up yourself so you don't have to try, try and follow me. Basically, I said, good luck in Atlanta. And then <laughs> took a hard right right into almost the side of a vehicle. Listen, Ooh. it wasn't my fault. I was relying on those in my vehicle who shall go unnamed. You know who you are. Oh, and I asked if we were clear. I asked several times. We're like, yeah. And then we're like, woo. And um, good luck in Atlanta happened. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I just hear good luck in Atlanta. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, okay. She's gone. And okay. good, Okay. Yep. Good luck in Atlanta. And I just drive by. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy. And this happened multiple times throughout the trip. (laughs) Um, not to like knock on Sammy's driving. Sammy's a great driver, uh-huh. um, but she mm-hmm. likes to drive in the left-hand lane. And on our free day, again? don't whack me. I'm in the middle of a story. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but on our free day, um, we were coming back from a place uh, where we we're just hanging out for the day. Mm-hmm. And on the way back, uh, we needed to get off an exit. And I'm falling uh, behind Sammy in the left lane, and she cuts across like <laughs> three lanes of traffic. Over Smooth like the median, butter. And, and on the exit, and I drive past like her, her, and we make eye contact, and you can't see the shrug that I'm making, and that uh, my passenger uh, co-pilot was making, but we made eye contact, and just like big old shrug, like what what is happening, uh, and we got a little lost. Um, but good luck in Atlanta. Yeah, good luck in Atlanta. That so, proves Sammy's driving skills right there. Excuse you. <laughs> I'm I'm actually you you can't see this, but I'm sitting between them, and that's probably the best move. It is the best thing because I'm not getting hit by her. <laughs> so I mean that's um that's all before we even got there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we did eventually make it. Um, thank the Lord. <laughs> and, uh, we have some incredible testimonies of the week. Um, because of this coronavirus thing, a lot of the um outreaches and plans that we were having um kind of got canceled or pushed to the side and and different things so we did a lot of street ministry in the meantime uh just going up and talking to people on the street and um we have a really cool story of uh lee um who if you don't know lee lee is amazing um yeah lee i hope you're listening to this we love you so much so much um but he was concerned um because he has uh, an accent he's from uh, beijing china and um he's there's still a little bit of a language barrier and it's like even with us where he's been with for a while and when we get to Georgia, he's like, guys, I can't understand anything the people are saying. <laughs> uh, but in light of all of that, um, when we were out doing street ministry, uh, we were praying for this guy named Charlie. And all of a sudden we see Lee walking off to go talk to mm-hmm. somebody. Um, and he hear, like he listens to what they have to say. He understands what they have to say. Yeah. Um, and he prays for them. The guy actually... Uh, says that he was feeling better uh, mm-hmm. after Lee prayed for him. So praise God for that. But I think the testimony in this uh, is that he stepped out in boldness regardless of the fears that he had, yes. regardless of yes, the yes, um, yes. the different uh, aversions that he might have to do this, uh, especially because we were in a pretty rough neighborhood at the time. Um, but yeah, it was really powerful. Uh, and it reminds me of something that he said when he was sharing his testimony with us. 
Uh, and at that time, he was concerned about the language barrier as well. Uh, and he said straight to us, you will understand me because I'm speaking in the name of Jesus. And I was like, guys, mm. that is so powerful. Mm. That's what it's all about. Having that faith yes. and walking, um, walking it out because like God will cover those things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Lee. We love you so much. Lee. Love you so, so much. Stepping out your comfort zone, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Far out the comfort zone. I love that same day we were walking around and Lee leaned over to me. He's like, I don't understand the southern accent at all. And I was like, dude, I'm only getting like half of what some of these people are saying. (laughs) (laughs) Because they only say half of what they are really saying. That's why. (laughs) It's that slang term down south. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Um, And I'm actually going off script because I remembered a different... uh, story that I wanted to talk about. So before we went out to do this street evangelism on this day, we took time to just gather in the living room of our Airbnb and just worship God and pray. Um, and we, we did something called a scavenger hunt. Um, and one of the people on the trip, Genevieve, um, she just got sunflowers and I know she mentioned it to the team and she looked at Jan, one of the amazing people that we partner with when we go down to Columbus. And she's like, y'all got uh, sunflowers in Columbus, like in Georgia. <laughs> and Jan was like, yeah, we, yeah. And I was like, okay. So she got sunflowers. She wrote it down on her arm and she was like, I guess I'm just gonna like hold on to this and, and God will do whatever he does. So we walk around as a team and we, we know what different people have gotten. So we're kind of keeping an eye out for kind of like everything that people have mentioned. And we're walking around. It's me and Noah and Lee and Genevieve in this team. And we're walking, we're walking. It's hot and coronavirus stuff is all on the news. So people really aren't outside on this day. And walking and we're walking and all of a sudden we come to this house that is decorated with sunflowers it's got sunflowers on the walls it's got sunflowers like like over the over the swing it's got sunflowers everywhere in this front yard and we're like genevieve this is the house like this is what god was showing you and she's like oh my gosh yeah and so she starts to pray and me and noah and uh, Lee are praying as well, and we're kind of off to the side, and Genevieve's a little bummed because the person, like, didn't come out, like, so she wasn't able to pray for an individual, and as we were getting ready to walk away, all of a sudden, a car pulls up, and a woman gets out, and it looks like she's getting dropped off at the sunflower house, and we were so excited, like, oh my gosh, Genevieve, okay, not ever, we can't rush them, like, we can't rush her, guys, we, like, there's four of us, we cannot rush her, so it's like, we probably looked so ridiculous that we uh, we probably looked so ridiculous trying to sneak over and like not look like weird and try to go over and talk to her. But we went over and Genevieve was able to talk to her and we were able to say like, hey, God loves you so much that he gave Genevieve the image of sunflowers like that's all 
that we got and we knew we were supposed to pray over this house like we knew we were supposed to pray over this house so we were able to just love on that household and we were able to pray for this woman and it was such a beautiful illustration of listening for god stepping out in the sometimes um strange words that we're given and seeing how god will move yeah, that, that's yeah. What was amazing. It was incredible. What were you gonna say, Jeremy? That's a really good testimony right there. Mm-hmm. A really good one right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, when Sammy was talking about how we uh, we like we prayed in worship and we prayed for like a word for a treasure hunt, mm-hmm. um, it made me think of uh, something else that we did. Um, one evening we uh, we got together and we just decided that we wanted to um, pray for one another. Um, beforehand i had asked everybody if they would uh pray for god to um to give them a word for one specific person we were at dinner and we just kind of went around the circle um but that that person would open up prayer for um for that person when we got to them so um we prayed over one another and prophesied over one another for three hours one evening non-stop yeah it was incredible you could feel the love in the yeah. room three hours yeah yeah there was eight of us so do that math there was a, like someone was someone was sitting in a chair for a pretty mm-hmm. significant amount of time while people just encouraged them yeah. loved like them death, like prayed for them each. gave them a word yes yeah, it's, it's a pretty long time yeah that's like 15 so minutes good yeah to 20 minutes each mm-hmm. yeah jeremy have you ever had like a, someone give you a word that completely like just uh, either brightened your day or like just crushed you in the spirit in a good way. Yes. Yeah, that's what we yes. were. That's what we were doing for three hours, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, just loving those, one another. Those are like the best, like the best words, best prophecies, however you want to say it, and the best time ever, especially if you get confirmation in it too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like, like I was saying, like you could feel the love in the room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah, we experienced so many cool things in Georgia. Um, uh, another interesting thing is uh, we've written down here gold dust. What does that mean, Sammy? Oh, my goodness. Ooh. So, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Jeremy, why don't you give the description of what it is? Like, the, what is the manifestation of gold dust? Like, then, where does it show up on? Or, like, what what is God doing, like, with you know what I'm saying? And then I'll go into the Georgia story. Uh, so if you don't know what gold dust is, mm-hmm. read Revelations. Uh, it says the floors of heaven is made of gold. So mm-hmm. God walks on gold. So when we go up to heaven, we're going to be walking on gold. We bougie, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, whenever you start seeing gold dust like on you or like you can even see clouds of gold dust over your head. Uh, that just is a physical like sight that you know that God is right there. He should, mm-hmm. He's giving you a physical and like the earthly realm to let you mm-hmm. know I'm here. Yeah. He's always with us, but that's a physical thing to see on your hands. And you can't wash it off. It ain't going to go nowhere, but you're going to be like, man. And that is just like God saying, you're you're i'm about to take you to another level and i'm about to deal with you with something yeah so that's exactly it um we were down in georgia and we were at grace community church 
um, which is the church that we partner with every year. Um, it's the church that Papa Ron pastors, and on that night, we were there worshiping, and I'm so proud of our, our worship team. I'm so proud of you students, um, Genevieve alumni, Beth and Lee students who led with the worship team that night, and uh, we just went after God and went after the presence and and just sought to go deeper into um, the things that God had for us. And um, at one point, a couple people from Grace prophesied over every team member from Penn State, and and later that night we went back into worship and prayer and. Um, all of a sudden, well, not very unsurprisingly, Beth was laying on the floor. <laughs> and um, she got there, and Noah will tell that testimony in a second. But she's laying on the floor, and she's calling my name. She's like, Sammy, Sammy. And I'm like, I'm just kind of like off talking to people. And I'm like, what? And she's like, come here. And so I lay down on the floor by her, and she shows me her hands. And she starts to like wiggle her fingers and like tilt her palms and she's like okay like the floor is dirty and I have dirt on my hands but like also is that gold dust and I was like oh oh my gosh like this was something so incredibly like special and such a tender moment for um Beth and it was so amazing as well. I had never seen the manifestation of gold dust before. I'd only ever heard about it, and I saw it on Beth's hands. And and she, like, when she got confirmation, she just started to, like, cry because of this, like, amazing, amazing intimate moment with God where God heard her, her prayer that she might have, like, the chance to see gold dust in his presence and she saw it and it was on her hands and then she had prayed that grace would receive it too like um our team member grace that she would have it on her hands too and grace is sitting there cross-legged and wouldn't you know it she's got both of her hands up and she's wiggling her fingers and tilting her palms and that was such like such an incredible, incredible, um, what was it, box-busting moment um, where God just broke out of that box that we so often tend to put him in and what being in his presence looks like. Um, there were a couple other moments that happened that night as well, and I'll hand, the, uh, hand it over to Noah for him to share those moments. Yeah, so... Um if you've been around Victory at all, uh, you've probably heard us say there's so much more. Like, mm-hmm. we have wristbands that say them. Like, I think I say it every time I talk. <laughs> um, but, like, when you are in the presence of God, there is so much more than what meets the eye, than uh, what you could even think or imagine. There's always something deeper. You can always go deeper in God. There's mm-hmm. another revelation. There's another key there's another moment that you can have with him there you've yeah. never reached the end of god and we talk about these things um like the gold dust like prophesying like um like whatever it is that uh, might be outside of your comfort zone we talk about these things because we know there is more in god not because we want to experience the things but because we want more of jesus 
Like we can't get enough of him. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another one of these things, uh, like, like we can't get enough of him. Um, and there's times when you can just be so totally and completely overwhelmed mm. by his presence, by Holy Spirit, um, where like you just kind of give into it and um, you're not losing control, but you, um, you, you kind of go down like to the floor in the spirit. Um, and there's like, it, it's sometimes people call it being slain in the spirit or falling out in the spirit or whatever you call it. Um, if you don't have a grid for that, it basically just means you fall over because you're so in love and you're so overwhelmed yeah. by Jesus. You know why I call it? What do you call it? KO'd. KO'd? KO'd. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy got KO'd by the Holy Ghost. Yeah, that's what you just slept. <laughs> yeah. So um, we had uh, the three new people that were on the trip. Um, we had, um, what was it, Lee, Beth, and Gordon. Uh, these three experienced God in that way where one after another, uh, they were dropped as I have written down, <laughs> uh, KO, they were KO, they were dropped, they were slain, they were whatever you want to call it. But, um, what that really means is they experienced God in such a powerful way where, where they're on the floor, like Gordon was experiencing visions and God was just speaking to him so personally, giving him insight and, uh, just loving him in a way that only he can. Beth experienced gold dust in this. Yeah. Sammy was saying she was on the ground. Lee, um, man, I don't know what was going on with he Lee. He had the weight of the whole Yeah, experience. he said like there was yeah. a ton of weight on his yeah. chest. And when he got up, he asked Joe, who was praying for him, mm-hmm. what did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we had some students experience that as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just um, a really gr- like a really personal moment between you and God when that happens. Um, but with that being said, I'd like to talk about how I had a really deep and personal moment with God the first day that we were there, um, how I'm talking about, like I mentioned earlier, just Jesus, um, how I was just talking about being totally overwhelmed and totally in his presence. Um, that's what the message that, um, a guy named Blake spoke on, on Sunday. So in this message, Blake spoke for a long time about what I'm calling just Jesus, Now, I have to tell you that I was full-on sobbing by the end of this message because God is so good, like body heaving and everything. Uh, I believe I responded like this because right before the message, someone I had never met before gave me a prophetic word that was incredibly accurate and it broke down some barriers that I had up. I was able to receive all that God had for me in that moment because someone stepped out in faith and ministered to me by a prompting of the Holy Spirit. Guys, this is what we should be seeing every week. People led by the Spirit, willing to minister in whatever way the Spirit is speaking. But um, as for Blake's message, I'll just get to the parts that really hit home with me, uh, and I pray that they will with you too. So, yeah, Uh, we've all heard of uh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Jireh, uh, Jehovah, you enter the name here. Uh, but he talked about something that I've never really um, heard before. He said, Jehovah Sneaky, uh, which I think is hilarious. Um, but what he means by that is when God kind of sneaks up on you um, and just hits you in a way that you did not see coming, not in a bad um, kind of way, but in a surprising kind of way where um, it's just totally unexpected. And he he always knows what's best for us. Um, 
whether it's a moment like I had in this message where I was just breaking down because he's so good or whether it's a moment where he genuinely breaks us to build us back up. Um, yeah, I mean, when you, when you talk about the God of the universe, I know he knows what's best for us. I know that without a shadow of a doubt that he knows what's best for us. Um, and sometimes he sneaks up with us <laughs> with what is best. So um, just keep that in mind as you kind of live out your life. Um, that, that doesn't re- really hit me hard, um, but that was really something that stuck out to me because like, he's so good. And if he wants to sneak up on me, man, I'm okay with that. Um, so there was a couple of, uh, analogies or visions that he used. Uh, both of them involved dogs. Um, but this first one really, um, this is what began to broke me, break me down, uh, while I was sitting and listening to this message. Um, and it kind of just imagine, um, 10 hunting dogs in a cage, um, not like being mistreated or anything like that, but just, um, in a cage and the master is coming out to feed them. And five of the dogs are, uh, just climbing over one another, barking and, uh, doing whatever they can to try to get out, to get to the food, uh, that the master is bringing in. And the other five are just kind of waiting in the back patiently, kind of almost like at attention. Um, and when the master comes in and begins to feed the dogs, uh, the first five are going nuts. They're going crazy. Um, and all they can think about is the food that's in front of them. And while they're eating, the master opens the door and quietly lets out the other five that were just waiting their turn. Um, and these other five got to go into the house. They got to eat with the family. They got to, um, sleep in the beds with the family. They got to play with the kids. They got to uh, do everything with the master. And guys, this is so powerful. I I hope you catch this. The master could trust these second five, uh, these these five dogs that um, were not fighting one another for the food. Um, He could trust them. He could trust them with his kids. He could trust them with his family. Um, And they got to spend time with them. They got to sleep in the beds and everything. Now, the first five, they just wanted the food. They wanted the handout from whoever. They just, they couldn't help but to climb over one another for this food. But the second five, they just wanted the master. They wanted him and then him alone. Um, and guys, that's, that's powerful when you realize, like, God wants not for you to just want what he gives you, but he wants you to want it from him. If that makes sense. Um, yeah, I pray that you catch that. Uh, is Jesus more important to you than the things he gives you? He knows that what he gives you is good. He knows that you need what he gives you, but he wants you more than anything. And my prayer is that you would want him in the same way in return. And that revelation during that part of the message really just broke me down. Like it was, it was wild. Um, And then there was another analogy um, of a bird dog. And if you guys don't know what a bird dog is, like um, whenever you're bird hunting, like duck or grouse or whatever, uh, the dog will sit 
at the side of the master and wait for the command uh, for the master to go uh, retrieve the bird. And um, so often in that time, uh, you're trying to be very quiet to not spook the birds um, so that they they'd go flying and everything. And a dog, well, especially my dog, <laughs> um, they're very good at disturbing things. Um, they'll bark or they'll run off or they'll do whatever it is that they do um, and just cause a disruption. But for a good bird dog, they stay at the hip of the master. Uh, they don't make a sound and they wait on the command. Now, guys, that's it's so important because so often we see things that uh, we know need to get done but we just go off and do it on our, in our own power. Um, sometimes God just wants you to wait on his command. And man, after I received that word, um, it, this, it was kind of specific to this regard that God was saying like permission granted, <laughs> like go ahead. I give you the command, go and do it. So when I heard these these things, I started to get broken down, and I don't think I did a really good job of um, like relaying what uh, Blake had said and how he said it, but um, it broke me. <laughs> it broke me in a way that I could not have imagined. Um, man, I realized that like I do just want Jesus. Like, yeah, I want the gifts, I want the experiences, I want um, to be used by God to minister to others, but like the question that was being asked was, are you satisfied with just Jesus? And I was like, yes, yes I am. And I was opened up to like so much love for him um, and where I just wanted to love him more, I wanted to love him better, I wanted to um, just be with him in that moment. And I didn't care if people saw me weeping and crying and snotting all over the place because he was so worth it. He is so worth it. And he's so good, man. I hope you guys experience this at some point. I hope you guys experience this every day because he's just so good. So <clears throat> now we're going to just kind of transition uh, kind of towards the end of this podcast um man this is so sad um just sitting at my dining room table uh speaking into a microphone not being with you guys and i just want you to know like we love you so much like we don't want to um we don't want to do this thing without you guys that's the whole reason um we're here so i pray that during this like quarantine time for every everybody that um you just um you just spend some time with God, that you spend some time in his presence. And um, hopefully we can encourage you uh, throughout the week and that you hear these messages on Thursdays uh, and you're encouraged by that as well. Yeah, we just want to um, we just want to bless you guys. So um, this isn't what every week's going to be like. We're not going to be having like a talk show <laughs> every week, but it'll be more of like um, it'll be more of an encouragement or a teaching uh, or whatever it is that we're feeling that week. We just want to um, try to keep that sense of normalcy where we meet, in quotes, um, every week, even though uh, we can't be with you guys. So I hope this blesses you, and uh, let me pray for you. 
Father, I pray that uh, you would just pierce the heart of everyone who's listening to this. Lord, you're so good. You're so worth every moment of our time, every fiber of our being, Lord. Lord, you created us. You know us inside and out. And God, I pray that we would uh, begin to seek the same in you, that we'd begin to um, ask questions, that we'd go deeper in you, that we'd try to um, get to know you better on a deeper and personal level, not what the world has to say about you, Lord. Um, Yeah, I pray for uh, divine encounters, um, just moments with you where people couldn't help but to go deeper and deeper in your love. Yeah, God, you're so good. And I pray that you would bless uh, everyone who's listening to this. In Jesus' name, amen.